When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good morning. Tump day, Wednesday, March 1st. If you didn't subscribe to YouTube, uh, I have a different hairstyle today. To go over to YouTube, uh, I will not be putting this on Facebook, uh, on the private Facebook group, but go to YouTube, hit subscribe, and you'll get to see my new hairstyle. So, um, yeah. I'm not going to say anything else on the podcast about it because too many people listen to the podcast and aren't subscribed to YouTube. So I know how many people listen to the podcast and I know how many YouTube subscribers I have. So uh, make sure that you're just, just do the gentleman's agreement, go over there. And especially if you listen till the end. Um, But I'm bringing this up at the beginning because I always bring it up at the end. The other thing I want to bring up at the beginning is, holy hell, thank you for signing up to Visible. Uh, I'm not sure which episode it was, but uh, I will probably be changing the link here soon uh, because I've got a year of service for free. And so they're, 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 they're sponsoring me, but it's a referral program. So um, yeah, I love the service. Honest to God. I mean, it, it's, it's Verizon service. Um, you know, it's been, it's been great. Uh, let's look at Spy. Uh, I was just saying on YouTube, I'm not exactly sure. I, I, in my mind, we're coiling up. We're down below the nine day. Um, this is the four hour look. We have not, our algorithm has not gotten you back in. We just got out with a 6% on this one, but you're kind of coiling up. Uh, the 50 day is kind of rolling over. So the, the real question is, where are we going? Well, the RSI is down at 39. Uh, the MACD is under the oscillator. Looks like it's just leveling off. We could be going down. I, I think if we do go down, you're looking at 391, which is 3,900, uh, 3,910 uh, on the S&P. I think that's where you're going. I, I, I can't imagine that we get down to the, the 38 uh, or the October lows uh, of 36, so 368, somewhere around there. Uh, I do think that the, if, if we are go, to go down, I don't think you're covering this gap down here. Um, but again, we haven't had confirmation. The candlesticks are getting there and telling us where we're going. Patience. Just patience. I mean, honest to God, just patience. You look at QQQ, uh, and it's kind of the same thing. Uh, QQQ is leveling off even a little bit more. You've got three or four candles here uh, that have kind of leveled off. Uh, still not in. We got out with a 12% gain on February 21st of, from this one, and that was from the, the entire January. Could have gotten out much more up at this 312 level, but again, the algorithm plays in the middle. It doesn't time the top, doesn't time the bottom. Uh, it plays in the middle. You are having a MACD. If we wind up a little bit positive today, that MACD might move up for a cross-up. Now, the question is, where does that cross-up lead us? Well, you can see... The, the Bollinger Band cinched up here, and, and we had to make a move because the Bollinger Band said, oh, hey, we're too close. We're going to make a move. Well, it made the move down. So this Bollinger Band cinched up here. Uh, we got to make a move. Where do we go? Boom, we go up. 
you know, Bollinger Bands, when they cinch up, you're about ready to make a move. These still look wide open. So I'm not exactly sure where we're going. If we're going to continue down, if we continue down, that one continues down. If we start moving sideways, this one tends to come up. This one tends to come down, which means a cinch up, and then you get another move. But from a support level, even if we do like an auto fib, uh, and we look at these support levels, 292 on the Qs uh, to 299 is the support. So between that level, if we continue to just move forward, you should start to see it move up. Now, when I talk about patience, pick your stocks. We said materials are, 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 you know, XLB was one of the sectors that was good. Cleveland Cliffs, I bought it yesterday. I think the, the algorithm said $20.68. Your boy chased it. I was trying to trade it on my phone. I'm a boomer. Couldn't trade it on my phone. I bought it at like $20.90, somewhere in that neighborhood. Uh, so I didn't quite get it on the algorithm price, uh, but I got in. We're at twenty one sixty nine in pre market. Uh, it's up about two percent. Slow mover. I'm not expecting anything like crazy, uh, but I did buy it. I think this is a thirty dollars stock. Uh, automakers they need to make autos. Cleveland Cliffs is pr- supplying them with the steel infrastructure. Cleveland Cliffs is the one supplying them with the steel. So. I, I do think that there's opportunity here once things start. And they, they've even said, hey, we have pricing power. We increased prices. Uh, we've kept costs down as much as we can. We've increased prices, and we didn't see anyone flinch. So I, if you have patience, you can make it with certain stocks. But I think from an overall standpoint, I just don't know where the market's going. Uh, we had some earnings yesterday. FSLR, uh, which is first solar. Uh, blew out earnings, and they guided higher. They are up 6% in the pre-market. Uh, this should do really well for uh, solar stocks. We had a, a cross-up of Solar Edge yesterday. Uh, this one's up 1% to 321. The cross-up yesterday was at 311. So, you know, you need 30 for a 10% kind of gain on that one to 340. You're at 321. You're about halfway there. Uh, end phase we talked about as well. This one, that one had a cross up uh, right after earnings. Any reaction in the market is an overreaction. This one had a cross up here at two ten. Uh, you're at two twelve, up about one percent. So first solar, really good. You're past your ex dividend date. You're past your earnings on most of these, but uh, solar stocks I think are good. Rivian <laughs> posted their earnings, and kind of like I said, they're having a lot of production problems. Um, they announced that their guidance for next year was only going to be about 50,000 vehicles. Well, Fisker announced that they're going to make, they're not even in production yet. Um, Rivian is actually rolling out trucks now. Uh, They're only going to produce 50,000 vehicles next year. They have some problems. The stock is down about 8.5% to 17. Uh, I do think that there's a floor at about 15 on this one that you may want to look at. The, their losses, most likely it's because they're a luxury vehicle maker. This one and Lucid have problems. You're go, if you are going into a recession, if you're going into a tightening period, if you're looking at the consumer getting weaker, these are companies that are going to have problems. These are companies that do not have the government funding behind them uh, because the cars just cost too much and they haven't been in production fast enough. Now, the U.S. Postal Service did say, I 
think it was um, that they announced that they were going to buy electric vehicles from Ford. So Ford may have a pop. Um, I think it was a small purchase of like 50000 or something. They're up 2% at 1231 The kiss of death was Kramer said last night that he talked to Jim Farley. Uh, and Jim Farley promised him that it was going to be bad, uh, going to be uh, good, that this was going to be the bottom and this was going to be the start of something good. So Jim Cramer said, Jim Farley, you're on the record. Well, anybody remember when he had Meta on and he said, Mark Zuckerberg, you're the greatest thing ever. And this Metaverse stuff is fantastic. What was it? Two weeks later during the earnest call? I'm sorry. I want to apologize. The hubris, the hubris, whatever douche. So don't take, you know, look at the actual story. I do think Ford doesn't have a cross up and we're not in it yet. But I do think around this $12.20 kind of makes it $12 might be the, the pivot point on this one. If you go below 12, then you may buy it. They're not making, I mean, these guys just, it's a, it's a horrible company. I mean, I, I saw the F Ford F1 Lightning yesterday. Looked like a piece of trash. I mean, it looked plastic. It just, looked like plastic. Um, I, I didn't like the look of it versus the Cybertruck that they're going to roll out today at Tesla's uh, uh, investor day. I mean, come on. I saw the inside of the Cybertruck. I was like, oh my God, I want one now. Uh, 100% personal opinion on this. This has nothing to do with the stock. My, my view of the F-150 versus, there are a lot of people who like the F-150 way more than the Cybertruck. I have friends who say that Cybertruck is crap. Um, they don't like the look of it. They'll never buy it, blah, blah, blah. Tesla was down yesterday, I believe. They're up slightly today by 0.2%. It's trading at 206. Market just opened. Um, the, the MACD is a little bit up there. I don't, you know, there, there, there's rumors of this one. The, the, there's two things that, that Tesla. Um, the master plan is going to be big. Uh, there's rumors that there's going to be a plant in Mexico. And the, room, the big rumor that may send the stock absolutely flying is a Model 2. If he announces a $25,000 uh, electric vehicle, you could see this thing flying. Um, uh, Tesla also announced with their, their opened up some chargers to third parties like Chevy, um, the Chevy Volt. Um, you can charge your Ford at some chargers. They're opening up them up. Uh, uh, Tesla has a proprietary plug that is significantly smaller, by the way, uh, than any other plug, but they are opening up what's called the CCS adapter. Uh, they have to retrofit their chargers for it. It's a big hassle, but they also announced a um, membership program where if you want to use the Tesla chargers with your CCS, uh, you join the membership program. So it's kind of interesting. Uh, I found it eh, kind of, you know, Hey, let's take a look at this, but it's not going to be a huge revenue generator. But the, the big news today, if he announces a Model 2, a uh, $25,000 vehicle, I think that's enormous. They're also uh, remaking the Model Y. Nothing significant, but um, they have put feelers out there for a Model Y um, retrofit. Okay. One of the things I wanted to go over was uh, I've been doing the podcast, I think now for about two years. I think I started April 2022, 2021, somewhere around there. Uh, but it might have been three years. I didn't get really into it where I was doing daily until last year. So I took a look at the notes. You don't have to go back and listen to last year. I mean, obviously, every day I'm kind of teaching you guys different things. Um, 
But I took a look at the notes and I said, okay, let me look at the stocks. What did they do for one year? And so let's take a look at the, the, the charts of these stocks where I was looking at them one year ago. If we go to March 1st, <laughs> and I said Target had a cross up here. Uh, ironically, it had a cross up at 198. Uh, you're trading at 167 today. The market's kind of taking it down. You can see that big gap in there. Uh, if you're looking at the screen, you can kind of see uh, all of the, the buys. You know, we had this buy right before earnings, and boy, we lost a ton in this. The algorithm over 1,000 candles, which is two years, makes you 18% on, on target. Uh, buying and holding for two years loses you 0.35%. So while you see a bunch of buys and a bunch of sales, your average win is 8.17%. Well, ironically, today, we have a buy at 168.42. You're down pre-market, or I'm sorry, in the market. 166 is where it's trading today. Uh, I personally own this one. My average purchase price, I think, is 111. I bought it a while ago. But I was talking this one up March 1st of last year at 198. Uh, I thought it was a great buy. I did not, I believe I may have added to my position at that time. But again, my per, average purchase price is 111. Uh, the other one I was talking about uh, on March 1st, I think I have about nine of them to go over. Devon Energy. Devon Energy, uh, March 1st. Let's take a look at it. We're going to move back to March 1st of last year. And we're, we're looking at the algorithm through March 1st. So March 1st. If we go back to March 1st, bah, 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 you're looking at doo, you're looking at it trading at about $57. You didn't have a cross-up. It was a secondary cross-up, um, but your initial price was $52.86. You could have ridden this one all the way up to $80 uh, in June. So, you know, $60. But if you held on to this one, you're kind of in the same thing. Now, here's the thing. The, the algorithm actually loses you 30%. Because energy has been such a horrible, horrible uh, trade for the last 10 years, uh, holding on to this one, buying and holding this for the last two years, you made 136%. I remain convinced that $60 is the pivot point on this one. You just had a cross-up uh, a couple days ago, February 24th. At 55.12. You're trading right now at 53.99. I'm going to add to my position. I like energy. I just think right now, energy for me, uh, you're in a supply, uh, a supply glut because demand is down in China. The second China comes out of this thing, you're going to see uh, things just skyrocket in my mind. Um, CrowdStrike, this is not going to be a good one. Uh, I've gotten in and out of CrowdStrike several times. I am still in. March 1st of last year, you were trading at $200. You are at $119 right now. Uh, the algorithm loses you 45%. Buying and holding this one loses you 40%. I am a big believer in cybersecurity. We are in the middle of this run. It still has confirmation. $97 was the buy here on January 11th. You're trading at 119. There is a gap up here to 136. I don't know if you hit that gap, but cybersecurity is just something that people will need to spend on. Their earnings are coming up March 7th. 
So I don't know if it's 100%, hey, you're going to have a great one. This one has just been a mess kind of all the way down. But I said, hey, CrowdStrike's a good one. Um, I, I, I'm in this one. I think I'm currently holding at a higher price. Uh, another one that we were talking about March 1st of last year is Palo Alto Networks. Again, cybersecurity. You go back here to March 1st of last year and you were trading at do, 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 uh, 588. Uh, today you're at 187. My average purchase price on this, I believe, is around 180. Uh, you just, I mean, fell off a cliff. Uh, March 10th, you just fell off a cliff. You basically got sent down about half, you know, half price. Um, then you had a three for one split around here. Uh, you've had obviously many times to get in this between 160 and 180 is kind of the price that I think you're going to be trading at. Do we get back up to 600? No freaking way. I mean, they're, they're, they're going to turn profitable. I think it's next time they're going to turn profitable. So you're going to see probably a $200 stock on this one, but it's down a little bit today. Uh, the purchase here was December 30th, uh, 138, and you're up at 187. Uh, the algorithm uh, makes you 2% on this. Buying and holding this over two years, you made 67%. It was just overvalued at this point that when it was up at $600. So uh, a shipper, and this was one that uh, at this time last year, at this exact time, uh, GOGL was paying a 28% dividend. This was when shippers really got into the swing of things. And March 1st, you had a cross up here, um, I think at about $12. Let's see. March 1st, you were trading at $12.33. And there's the the twenty eight the twenty eight percent dividend right there. You immediately shoot down. You got up. You went up here to about fourteen dollars. Um, yeah, about fourteen bucks right there. You went all the way up to sixteen dollars here in May, and then you just lost it, and and you continued to lose it. Now the algorithm loses you nothing. It's zero percent. Um, you but if you bought and held this one for two years, you'd make sixty percent. So again, the algorithm for two years just doesn't perform on this one. Getting in and out in the, this one, I, I think is a good move. I just, I, I, you know, again, 60% over two years, I'd take it. But in my mind, I think there's clear times where you can get into this one. Now, we did have a cross up here on February 23rd at $9.95. You're still in that. It's at 1057 you have an ex-dividend. Let's see what their dividend now is. I don't think that they pay as much um, dividend. It's a 7.71% dividend. You just went past it. Uh, September 26th, Jeffries said buy to hold, and they reduced it down to $10. You're trading at $10.38. Uh, your 52-week high is $16.46. Your target price is $12.23. So you still got 20% if you want to go for the target price. Um, uh, February 18th, they beat expectations. You can read a little bit about it. But that was that was a great trade last year. I'm out of it. Uh, a great one. Uh, I just went over Cleveland Cliffs. At this point in time last year, I said buy Cleveland Cliffs because it was in a good, um, a good run. I said, hey, I, I think you're looking at a $30 stock uh, with the invasion of uh, Ukraine, blah, blah, blah. You had this cross up here at 2118. Well, that 2118 consisted of a run up to 33. The algorithm got you out of around 31, but it ran up to 33. 
great opportunity. Now, the algorithm over two years makes you 49%. Buying and holding uh, makes you 52%. This one has been in an absolute trading range for two years. Uh, and it's been on the way up. If we just look at, I mean, we'll go to a uh, weekly chart on this one. You can see for the last two years, we'll go back to March of 2021. You've just, I mean, you've gone up, you've come back down, you've gone up. Buy it when it hits the 200 day, you know, sell it when it, it hits resistance level. Clear as day. Uh, right now, you'd be in it. Again, 2159, 2160. I, it might come back down to 20. I'll, I'll just continue to add to it. I think you're in the middle of um, some materials being good uh, to buy. Bank of America was one I brought up. Bank of America, I continue to say, uh, under $30, you should buy it all day long. Uh, March 1st of last year, it was selling around, I think the price target was $40. This was trading around 42 uh, buying it at this time, uh, I said, hey, I think around 40 is probably your swing. We, you know, A couple days later on March 11th, we had $40. That's exactly what I was saying. $40 was the swing. You could have gotten a 5 6% on that one. Now, um, here's one. Buying and holding this one over two years loses you 5%. The algorithm makes you 10% on this one. So, just kind of take a look. The algorithm, it, it's definitely 100% stock reliant on whether you're going to make money or not. It, it's, it's identifying those stocks. So it's not like, hey, this algorithm works on everything. It's identifying the right stocks and the right sectors and the right places and the right times. So um, BAC is one that I have in the core portfolio. It's at 3431 today. We are out of it. It's starting to get a little crossover. It's at this 200 day. It's using the 200 day as its uh, support level. Um, I'm not sure if it, if it does go back down. Let's look at the auto fib. If it goes down, you're looking at probably 33 to 31. Um, those would be great buys for this one if you can get down to that level. The RSI right now is at um, 40. Uh, the MACD's crossing over. Probably going to have a buy on this one, 34, 35 or so. Uh, Marvell, M-R-V-L is one too. Um, this is one that, uh, we went over a year ago. The algorithm loses you 38% versus buying and holding makes you 5%. Ironically, you just had a cross up on this one too, 4520. Let's scroll back to March 1st of last year. And where were we on March 1st of last year? We were in the 60 level. So, uh, this is a chip. Obviously chips have performed horribly, horribly. Uh, your average win on this one is 10%. And at 45, eh, their earnings are coming up on March 2nd, tomorrow. Maybe a good time to get in there. Uh, the other one that I brought up was Costco, March 1st of last year. And the rumor was we were going to get a membership increase March 1st of last year. And I think it was significantly higher on March 1st of last year. Um, let's look at March 1st. Do, do, do. March 1st, you were at. Do, do, do. You had this cross up here at 514, um, right on March 1st, 514.30. You're trading at 480 bucks. It's under 500. Like I said, over the year, buy under four, 500, sell when it's over 400. Uh, the algorithm over two years makes you 65% in this. Um, just buying and holding makes you 50%. Your average win is 
You don't have confirmation right now. Your RSI is down at 32. It's close. 480 seems to be a good price point. And if their earnings are coming up March, it's coming up tomorrow. I mean, if these guys announce a price increase, a membership price increase, boom. And by the way, Costco hack. You don't have to be a member of Costco to shop there. Get somebody to buy a gift card and you can shop there without, uh, without a membership. So there's a, just life hack for you. I don't go to Costco because I live alone. Um, Aki, I think his name is on Instagram, asked me to look at COP. And I told him, hey, yesterday we had a cross up on COP at 105.60. You're trading at 104.80 right now. So it's a little bit down. Uh, I'm a big believer in energy. Again, Devin, I'll probably be adding to. Oxy, I'll probably be adding to. Um, PXD, I'll probably be adding to. Those are three just that off the top of my head that you could probably add to. MPLX, great dividend. Uh, I currently own it. So uh, COP, kind of the same thing. I mean, you're, you're down below the 200 day. 200 days at 118. Uh, you only need 115 for a, you know, about a 10%, maybe about 112 or 116, 117, sorry. Um, but yeah, I mean, get your 10% out of this one. Their ex-dividend date is coming up on March 28th. Um, they have a pretty good dividend, I think, uh, 5.17. So pretty good dividend. Um, Dollar Tree reported earnings, uh, DLTR. and um, they were kind of good. It's up 5% in, uh, in, in the market today. Um, I will tell you that the gap up above, if we are heading into a recession and these guys are going to continue um, kind of, quote unquote, killing it, the gap goes to 164, which puts you in a 10% gain. It's selling at 151 right now. You had a cross up right before earnings. We talked about it yesterday, 146. So you're up 4% today. I, I think the gap, you know, again, if, if we're heading down, this gap probably goes up. But your RSI is significantly high. It's at 62. So they made $2.04 per share. The algorithm makes you 11%. Buying and holding this one over two years makes you 43%. Your average win on this is 14%. So it's an interesting one. Um, I think it was Brandon, Brittany bitch, posted on um, a Facebook group. Early in the morning, NVIDIA uh, filed for an S3 registration, uh, registration uh, mixed shelf offering of as much as $10 billion. Uh, it doesn't mean that they're going to do it, but most likely they will. Uh, and the company has not disclosed the specific terms of the offering or when it, when it will be completed. However, NVIDIA has stated that it intends to use the funds for general corporate purposes including capital expenditures, investments in research and development, and potential mergers and acquisitions. That's ARM. So they're, they're looking at merging. They're, you know, they have a significant uh, stake in China. Um, I don't know if they're, they'll complete the purchase of ARM, but their ex-dividend day is coming up on March 7th. It's not a huge dividend. I think you can probably get this closer to the 200-day, which would be under $200. I think under $200, you're absolutely loading up on this one. Uh, I think that's the case. So um, Salesforce posts after the bell today. And this will be interesting because there are several activists in this one. I own this one with a purchase price around 180 I think I purchased it. Um, I've held on to it. Their earnings should be decent. I mean, 
Here's the one thing I know about Benioff and the one thing I know about Salesforce. This is not a demand problem. This is 100% guys in blue suits with brown shoes who have Amex cards taking people out to steakhouses in New York. It's 100% what it is. It's the salespeople. So it's expenditures. And so the, all, what you're seeing in the activists is, hey, your costs are out of control. You don't need all those salespeople. Um, that's what they're going to do. So maybe there's a plan in here. You're just getting out of a 20% run in this one where it got you in on December 14th at 135. You got out February 17th. Um, you're seeing a little cross up right before earnings. I don't know that I'd necessarily buy into it uh, today. I may add to my position. Again, I'm, I'm significantly higher. The problem you have here is the multiple. The PE is 590. The forward PE is 27. They are going to have to bring down uh, their costs significantly so that they earn more money. You are literally in the middle of your 52-week range. 126 was your low. 222 was your high. So year-to-date, you're up 23%. Over one year, you're down 21%. There is no dividend, so you're counting on capital appreciation of this one. But I think you'll see fairly big move in this one. I mean, again, if they if they address the um, uh, there's five uh five activist investors that are in this one, they're going to be pushing for them to optimize their their business, and I think they can. I think they can. So um, it'll be interesting. Uh, Lowe's announced mixed results. Uh, L O W. This is the uh, DIY uh, company. Um, Home Depot is the contractor company. But 205.65, ironically, we had a cross up. It's probably going to cross back down. So I'd be a little bit careful. I say that 200 is your kind of uh, pivot point on this one. Buy it under 200, you can sell it over 200. So I like this one. Um, you know, I, I, in fact, I have to go to Lowe's today to return, uh, return some uh, insecticide or, sorry some uh weed and feed stuff that i bought i just i went there i bought it and uh, yeah i've got poa grass and it, again i geek out on gas so poa grass uh procter and gamble got an upgrade they are down uh they got an upgrade it's 137 pg is the thing this is just a mainstay kind of super boring you can invest in it if you want it's a super boring one we talked about tesla and their um and their uh investor day i've gone over tesla enough 200 for me buy it under 200 sell it when it's over 200 if you want i'm currently out of it it's at 202 right now uh i i think again i'll probably be buying it if it dips under 200 uh kss Coles is a uh big big uh it, it, they were down huge uh they opened at 2650 right now they're trading at 29 they're up 3%. Uh, they missed earnings. This is KSS. They missed earnings big. They lost $2.49 a share. Uh, and they plunged in pre-market. Uh, let's go over to Active Trader Pro because I will show you. This was one that was going crazy. Let's look at KSS because I think you could have gotten this at 24 this morning. Um, yeah. You went down to all the way down to 2406 in pre-market. You have are the upper end of the uh, the Bollinger Band. Again, if you if you bought a 24 and you're at 29 right now, 
that's $5. That's a 20% swing within what? And uh, two hours, 20% within two hours for a main uh, retailer. That's, that's heavy. They said something. Um, there is some unusual activity that's identified in this one. Uh, this does not have a cross up yet. It probably will. Their ex-dividend date is coming up March 13th. Take a look at their, um, you know, some of the filings that they did. If, you, if you're interested in this one, I'm not a huge fan of Kohl's. They have a 7% dividend. Year to date, they're up 10%, by the way. Um, it, it's got a PE of 6. Um, initiated coverage from Goldman. Uh, they had a $27 price target. Uh, yeah. Go and read some of the reports. Let's see. Um, August 24th, a bunch of people bought at $29. Insiders, but nothing of huge. You know, they're all putting in pools. Or they're, they're buying it for pools. So I, I don't know if they, I would necessarily buy. My favorite retailer, it's Macy's. I mean, it's boring. $20 is kind of your pivot point on this one. You're trading at $20.97. You don't have a cross up. Um, their earnings, were they today? Let's see. It is pre-market tomorrow. Pre-market. Um, so I like Macy's. Kohl's is up. I mean, let's take a look at why, why Macy's at $20.92. Um, Kohl's, you know, their PE is 6 Macy's P is four. Uh, Macy's has a dividend of 3%. They're down 0.1%. Kohl's is up because people are saying that people are going to buy them, blah, blah, blah. But I, if it's me, I'm shopping at Macy's. Honest to God, I'm just shopping at Macy's. Um, I wanted to talk about uh, PFF. This is an ETF that I owned for years. It puts off 5%. We had a cross-up of this one at 3263. Uh, their main holdings are um, you can take a look. Uh, I just Google PFF holdings and you'll find the webpage that I'm at. It's iShares.com. Wells Fargo City Group, Shitty Group, Bank of America, PG and E Corporation, Danaher, Nextera. This is just a mainstay that seems to trade within a trading range. Uh, the 52-week range is between 29 and 36, and it puts off a 5% dividend. Now, that's a big trading range. When I was owning this, the trading range, I believe, was within like 34 to 35. Um, it was prior to COVID. It was a long, long time ago. Um, and here, we'll pull up a weekly chart of this. And you can see prior to COVID, I mean, it just traded in this range. Right around the 200-day. It is so low below the 200-day right now um, from a weekly that I think you've got 36 in this one, and it's crossing up at 32. Now, the RSI is a little high. The MACD is a little bit high. So maybe this is the new range that it's putting in. But I was telling the YouTube audience, um, I had a friend, uncle, who owned like you know, multi-million dollars, just put his entire thing in this one, and he's like 5%. They're not messing with the dividend. It's going to be 5 6%. Um, so he liked it. So, uh, cross ups. We talked about TGT target 168. It's down at 164. Um, again, I think you're using that 200 day as support level at 160. You can wait for 160, but I do think that you have this upper range here in this 176. I think that's the, 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 the gap that, that has been filled, but I think that's where you're going. Uh, I like target. 
Their earnings weren't as bad as everybody said. OIH, uh, Vanek Oil Services, we talked about this one potentially having a cross-up, 317.91, and that took place yesterday. Uh, 317.91. Uh, it look, looks like uh, coal is back. Arch Resources had a cross-up, uh, and it's a secondary cross-up. The initial cross-up was 146. You're at 160 right now after their dividend is paid. There's no more catalyst in this one. Uh, 160 seems to be you know, going up and maybe covering this gap again at 162. Um, you know, if you like coal, Arch Resources, it's not a bad one. Albemarle, <laughs> I talked about this one. This one took a dump after earnings. Uh, well, it's coming back. 257 is the the buy-in point. It's trading at 255. I, I, I honestly, I think you're getting back up to this 279. You've got this gap up here at 300, which may need to be covered. You've got your ex-dividend date coming up March 16th. I don't think they pay a huge dividend, but let's see. Um, 0.62, it's PE is 11. Is that, um, mining's, uh, specialty chemicals. Um, I think they do lithium and stuff like that. Yeah. Lithium bromide and catalysts. So, uh, the average target price is 313. You're trading at 254. So they've had their earnings. Their ex-dividend date is coming up. So not too many catalysts on that one. BTU Peabody, which is another coal, uh, company. Uh, cross up at 27.28. I think you probably have 30 in this one. You've gone past your catalyst because your earnings were really good. Uh, they ran up on earnings. Then it just pulled back. Now you've kind of got the RSI kind of in the middle at 54. You might have 30 in this one. Uh, but 27.28 is the price point on that one on the cross up. Um, UCO. We talked about this one yesterday. It had a cross up at 27.28. I'm sorry, 27.67. You're trading at 27.43. Oil kind of went down. I don't think it's a bad buy on this one. I think you're getting an average price. I don't know that I'd rush into this one. I, again, I think you know, um, having some uh, some patience might help. Uh, but oil oil's gonna pop. Oil's gotta pop at some point in time. Uh, Lithium Americas, LAC. We have a cross-up in this one. 23.60 is the cross-up. Your earnings are coming up on um, March 14th. So you just got out of a 20% gain on this one where you bought in at 18. You're at 23.60. It's clear that that 200-day is providing some resistance. So be careful getting into this one because the RSI is right into no man's land of 53. The RSI is, I'm sorry, the MACD is crossing up right on the oscillator line. This one could go either way, honestly. Uh, but LAC had a cross up. Uh, XPEV, Chinese car company, XPeng. Um, their earnings are coming up on March 16th. China, huge opening. Uh, it's getting ready. This is a government probably funded and backed. <laughs> uh, this is the one I believe that uh, Elon was suing because they stole autopilot. I mean, it looks identical to autopilot in China. Um, and it looks, you know, the software looks, it, it, there was an engineer that went over to work for them, blah, blah, blah. 894 is the price to uh, the, the buy on this one. You lose 65% on the algorithm. You lose 70% uh, just buying and holding. Your average win on this is 23%, but that's because it's ran up. You haven't had a lot of wins on this one of recent. This goes back to July of last year, and it's just been a, a downtrodden one. 
it's used that 200 day as a total resistance level. Uh, but I wanted to bring that one up. We went over lows. Uh, China stocks, PDD, uh, had a cross up. And I wanted to bring them up because I think they're way up today. We had a cross up here at 8804 uh, yesterday. You're trading at 91. You're up about 5% today. It's just based on China opening up. BABA, I believe, is up 5% again. It's up 3%. Um, you had a cross up here at 101. It got you right out. You haven't had a secondary cross up. You might have a cross up here. So $90, I've said that. $90 is kind of your pivot point on BABA. I think you can get back in. Maybe you can ride it all the way to 110. Uh, JD.com, another China stock. Uh, I want to just bring it up. It's up 3%. China stocks are just up. You're having a cross up on this one. Probably show up in my list tomorrow. You've got a gap here between 49 and 52. You're trading at 45. So JD.com might be one to get into if you want that one. Coin had a cross up. Um, Coinbase, uh, 64.84. You're trading at 64.88. 64.84 is where you crossed up. They lost $2.46 per share. I don't know that this is a long-term one, but trading-wise, I don't think it's a bad one to trade in. Um, if you believe in crypto, if you have a Coinbase account, I think you could buy into this one. Uh, I don't know the, the, the tops of this one, but um, you know, buying in at 64, if you hit 70, you got your 10%. Uh, I would be happy with a 10% gain in this one. You're just getting out of a 57% run. Just be aware, the last gain in this one was 57%. Um, so coin. Uh, one of the my weekly fa favorite that I am still holding cat. Uh, we talked about it up here. I bought it like 270 something. I'm still holding. I think it was 263. Um, I bought it the the very high right here. Uh, it just continued. You know, I was the cur curse. I was the mush. 239 is the cross up. You're trading at 245. Uh, there was this buy at 246. You got it kind of got out. There's a gap up here between 257 and 260. I'll probably add to it here at 239. I think I hold one share. I'll probably add a couple more. Um, again, infrastructure. I think we're good there. AVGO, which is Broadcom. Uh, this one had a cross up at 595. 596 is where it's trading. Uh, the algorithm makes you 2%. Buying and holding this one, 28%. Your earnings are coming up uh, tomorrow. Is it tomorrow pre-market or post-market? It is post-market tomorrow. So chips may be in, 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 in favor now. AMAT, Applied Materials. This one had a cross up at 117. So uh, the algorithm actually on this one loses you 20%. Buying and holding makes you 1%. So it's just made a complete round turn. Um, and you were in it for some of it, out of it, or a lot of it. Um, but Again, 1.72 is, is what you would get for buying and holding. The average win is 12%. The problem is you only win 28% of the time. But this one's a little, you know, again, these are a little bit stretched, currently above the 200-day. Marvell, they're going to announce um, earnings, and you have an, a cross-up here right before earnings at 45.20. They're up above the 200-day. I mean, you know, again, if chips continue to, to provide positive guidance, you, those three will move. They'll move. Uh, uh, absolutely. Uh, BlackRock. <laughs> this is one that has been on a slide since probably November. Uh, you're under the 200 day. 
but it's got a MACD cross up here at 689. Their ex-dividend date is March 6th. And let's see, I think they play, uh, they play a pretty good dividend, 2.9%. Year to date, you're down 3%. These guys manage real estate. I mean, that's essentially what you're buying in here. Um, they, they've had some redemption problems, blah, 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 like rumors. Nothing crazy. It's still a good company. Um, you know, some, some conservatives want to get out of it because the CEO has been a little bit um, uh, constructive, I should say, in ESG stuff. So uh, BlackRock, BLK, shitty group. We have a buy it, a shitty group. I think $50 is your pivot on this one. Uh, I think you could go back down to the 40s, but I think 50 is is probably, you know, 47 is your uh your uh your 200 day. You got gaps all over. You're in this ascending triangle. You're kind of in the middle of the ascending triangle. 50 bucks. I think you're rolling the dice on this one. You're past all your catalysts. Um this one has had a really good run from December till February. Uh, you had a 14, 14.7% gain on that one. And the final one that I'll bring up is rig. And boy, God, any reaction in the market is an overreaction. Rig announced earnings and they lost 49 cents per share. And immediately the stock traded from seven down to $5, $5.61 in the morning after. The RSI was down at 28. I kind of covered this one on earnings. I said Jim Labenthal likes it. Buy it on a rebound. Uh, I said it was too high, even though you got out at the 32% gain uh, right before earnings. Um, yeah, 561 was the buy. You have a cross up here at 699. You're trading at 706 right now. 706 is where you're trading. It's just continuing to go higher. The RSI is in no man's land at 53. You're crossing up right on the oscillator. Uh, I think you could continue to move on this one. Um, there is no catalyst. Uh, these guys are moving oil uh, <laughs> across the oceans. Um, they get to basically name their price. Um, yeah, I mean, wider than expected loss in Q4. The average uh, target price is $6.15. So you've got to be careful. It's a little bit expensive. It is year to date up 55%. Over one year, you're up 100%. Uh, if we go and we look at the insider buys, February 15th and February 13th, these guys are selling at about this price, 718 and 715 but it's pool money. I'm telling you, 183357000 That's the president, CEO, and the C chief accounting officer. So uh, in February, there were a bunch of option exercises. They don't really matter, but uh, the SVP chief accounting officer David Tonell, uh, looks like he sold about, yeah, I'd say 1.2 million or so, uh, maybe close to a million, less than that. But that was in, in ja between January and February. Again, he's probably putting a pool in his house. That's all it is. So there you go. Uh, I tried to keep it, I'm trying to keep it under a half hour, but I, I'm chatty. So if you got this far, um, hit the like button. Also, go and look at my new hairstyle on YouTube. <laughs> Subscribe to YouTube. Join the Facebook group, the private Facebook group. If you like TrendSpider and you want to use TrendSpider, go ahead and sign up using the link below. Uh, I thank everybody for signing up for Visible Service. Uh, I'm going to start a, um, a partnership with, uh, with um, uh, TurboTax. So if you're waiting for TurboTax, um, 
look for that one as well. Uh, also, and I want to tell you this, um, I work for ID shop and IDShop.com. If you have any needs, uh, you know, parking passes, custom ID badges, anything, go to IDShop.com. Look at it. Um, it's a family run business. I tell you, Travis, who owns this company, who's the CEO of this company, best boss I've ever had. Uh, he's not paying me for this. He probably doesn't even know that I do this. But these guys do security stuff. You can call them. You can uh, just go online and look at it. You can call, make an order. They are fantastic. Best company I've ever worked for. Uh, and I'm going to start, I'm giving them free sponsorship. ID shop. Go and look at what they do. Um, this is the company that I go and do MLS stuff for. So they work with uh, Major League Soccer in providing these custom ID badges. So for on-field credentials and VIPs and uh, security stuff, that's what I do. I travel around with a printer, uh, a laminator, and we pre-print a bunch of things. You send them a file and they'll pre-print all the custom badges for events. Um, And if you get lucky enough and you have a business, (laughs) I get to come and, uh, you know, come to the event and do that for you. So idshop.com, big fan of theirs. Uh, and you can tell them Gary sent you. They, they probably know me. Um, tra- if it gets to Travis, Travis will know. Just say, hey, Daily Stock Pick sent me over. <laughs> um, but yeah, I love Travis. I mean, honestly, best boss in the world. Um, so yeah, any questions, hit me up. Talk to you guys later.